Hey, Jason and Atul, thank you so much for having me on the Inner Revolution podcast. I love what you guys are doing. I love what uh, everything that you guys have put out so far has just been phenomenal, phenomenal content. I'm so blessed by it. I'm so thankful to to have it uh, with me when I'm just when I'm on those drives by myself. I love listening to what you guys are are talking about. It's always so encouraging and so um, just just so strengthening to me. So, in reference to to marriage and and my testimony, you know, I'd like to just share briefly with with what God's done in my life and in my marriage and how much he's transformed the relationship I have with, with my wife is just phenomenal. So, you know, we've known each other since we were, gosh, since we were teenagers. And I think from, from the very first time I met my wife, I, uh, I, I wanted to marry her and she just didn't believe me. You know, she didn't believe that we were supposed to be, and I just, I pursued and pursued and through, a, you know, just a, a losing contact with one another and, and coming back and really God just working in both of our lives separately. He really prepared us to be together. He really prepared us to be, to be everything that he's called us to be as husband and wife. But unfortunately I didn't see that early on. And because of just issues and, and just, man, just, a lack of discipleship, really. A lack of discipleship, a lack of understanding God's Word, and a lack of being obedient to God's Word. I I sought to pursue other things. I sought to pursue a better life for my wife. No, this was nothing she was asking for, but it was something that that I believed if God was blessing me then I should be making more money. I should be providing better. And I just, I'd, I allowed this to get so embedded in me that I went chasing work that ended up taking me away from home for pretty ext- extended periods of time. And I think during that time, I started really questioning some of those doctrines that had been just drilled into me some of those some of those ideologies that were in my in in the church and in the in the the body of people that we were that we were associated with and and I started to get bitter and really just push God away and it was it was a progression like at first I was mad at at the church not the church, like the body, but just that church in particular. And then I was mad at that pastor. And then I was, and I was just going through all these emotions. And what it ended on was me being mad at God and me being mad at my wife because she was still pursuing God, because she was still living this amazing life in this relationship with God. And I, I just, oh man, I was so upset. I was so frustrated because why not me? Like, why had God abandoned me? And when in reality, I was the one that ran away. I was the one that went chasing after something that God never, you know, never, never really guided me into. So I think there were probably four to, gosh, I don't know, maybe four or five, maybe even almost six years there that was just brutal on my poor wife. It was so brutal. I mean, I was gone. If she even mentioned God to me, I would just, I would get mad. I would get, and I would, I would use an explosive response because that was the quickest way to quiet her. 
I didn't want to have a a logical or 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 just a normal conversation. I wanted to explode because that would make her shrink away. And I think it was probably it, it was it was a season where I was back at home. I had I had advanced in in the company I was working in. I was back at home and you know, so now I had there was there was a real time of confrontation. There was a time where, you know, now we're together all the time. Whereas before I was on some remote location somewhere. Now we're together every evening at the dinner table. I see her every morning. And so now God really used that to, as a time to start allowing some of these issues to be confronted. And I mean, this was, man, this was a process. And I am so thankful that God gave me a fighter. You know, there, there's times where I think as men, we can really just like, I, I know I can, I can, I can, my wife, it can just, she can dig her heels into the ground and she can just say, this is the way I want it. And, and she just will not settle. But man, if she wasn't like that, I, there's no telling like where both of us would be in our life. My wife is a fighter and she determined she was going to fight for this marriage. And so I remember her actually telling me that she stopped praying to have her husband back and just started praying that, that God would do something in my heart, that I would, above all else, that I would be saved. And that's really, I think, what, for me, that's what, that's what like, was the witness that I needed to know that she wasn't trying to save a marriage. She was trying to save somebody she considered to be a fellow believer, a brother in Christ. And that's what transformed it for me. And now, I mean, man, God just did such a work in me that now it's like, I want to live out what Ephesians 5 says, right? In verse 25, it says, husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. I want to love my wife so much that when people look at me and her, they think of Christ in the church. When people look at the way I treat my wife, you know, there, there's, this, there's this cultural identity that we have grown to accept of a husband that's just ignorant and, and, and weak and just of nothing. That's not what God called me to be as a husband. He called me to lead my family to the cross. He called me to lead my family to grace. And so every day, now I, I see this privilege. I see this privilege like I get to be a part of God's amazing plan not just for my life, but for my family's life. And in my wife and I now, like we have this partnership in the gospel that's just out of this world. And, and it's a total restoration. And that's my encouragement, I think, to anybody that, is, that, that might be going through marital struggles or anybody that might be wrestling with, with a spouse that, that they just can't get through to. It's not your job to get through to them. It's God's. You just be the witness because I promise you, God is a God that restores. God is a God of restoration. He's not a God uh, that, that just abandons us to, to, our, to our faults. He's a God that restores us. And he has done a complete restoration in my marriage. You know, and I love um, another verse in 2 Peter 3. In seven, it's, uh, verse 7, it says, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman. And so, like, 
there's there's a learning curve here. You know, my wife and I, we didn't live together. We didn't, you know, we, we got married and then we moved in together and there's a learning curve. And I think sometimes, you know, both of us early on were just like, hey, this is the way it needs to be. And we were really battling each other. And I remember talking to her one day, I was like, hey, we've got to fight, but we have to fight for one another. And sometimes the enemy can turn that to where to where we're trying to to fight against each other. And and man, it was just it was so such a revelation to say we're gonna fight for one another, so much so that there's now a sword that hangs in our house that says not to us, but to you, O Lord, be the glory. Because the fight that we had in us was the Holy Spirit. The fight that my wife had in her for our marriage was the Holy Spirit. And because of that fight, our marriage is totally restored. Because of that fight, our marriage is now one, truly one. It's not two people doing two separate things. It's one that now lives to serve the gospel of Jesus Christ, that lives to go and to share that with others, that lives to sit and to study and to pour over the word of God together. You know, we, there, there's no disjointedness in us. And it, it's, it's so important to the church. You know, it, it, it cannot be overlooked that whenever Jesus, or when it, whenever Paul talks about marriage, he references it to Christ in the church. Marriage is such an, a beautiful representation of what Christ has done for his church. He gave himself up for her. And we as husbands have to be willing to do that for our wives. I have heard so many people like, I'm not going to show this person respect because they don't show it to me. My wife, I am so thankful to God that my wife never took that attitude because I deserved nothing. And what she did is she represented Christ to me because when I deserved nothing, Christ showed me grace. When I was still in all of my filth and my sin, Christ came in and saved me. And in the same way, when I deserved nothing, my wife showed me grace. And that was the greatest witness I could have ever asked for. And I hope that that's encouraging. Our marriage is still always growing. It's still always growing, but it's, it's such a healthy growth. We don't, you know, there, there's not bitterness. There's like God has gone, gone in and rooted out, like really got to the depths of all of our pain and rooted those things out so that we could truly live as one, so that we could truly serve together and there'd be no hindrances in that. I'm so thankful. And, and now, because of that, um, we, this year, we started our podcast which is called the Angry Christian Podcast, and the, the name is maybe a little purposefully deceptive. It's not that we are angry and that we're just screaming and, and berating the church or people. It was really inspired because of those years of fight we had was because I got angry, and I didn't really have an outlet to take that anger to. When I take it to certain groups of people, they, well, you know, you just, we defend the church at all costs. And then I would take it to other people and they would readily bash the church with, you know, against the things that I had heard or seen or experienced. And so we wanted to create a place where people could come that say, yeah, there's like, there's some real things that have happened to me. 
There, there's, there's this hurt that I've, that I've acquired that, that came from being associated with church people, and I need to figure out how to handle it. And so we want to be able to create a space for that. We want to be able to create a space to say, yes, like we, the church, we're not perfect. We have flaws. We're going to hurt one another. We're going to let one another down. But that, does, that should never drive us away from God. You know, Jesus went after the one. And so there can, it can be really easy to slip into a mentality of, well, you know, they left the church or they left, like that's on them. They need to figure that out. But Jesus said he would go after that one lost sheep. And so we wanted to create a space where we would do just that. And I hope and I pray that we've done that so far and, and that God will continue to allow us to do that until, you know, until whatever the next thing God, God does with us. And maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. This podcast that we do, the Angry Christian Podcast, and, and then after that there's nothing. But, you know, we're just we're so ready and willing to be obedient to whatever God calls us to. Um, so if you want to listen to our podcast, I encourage you go to the angry And from there you can, you can look at all the, all the episodes that we've already released. You can connect to our Facebook page. You can find us on Spotify, Pandora, Apple, Google, Android. You can find us on all the podcasting apps and, um, you know, I just, I encourage you to go and listen to it. And if you have somebody in your life that you don't really know how to have that conversation with them because they explode right away, send it to them. Because again, we want to have these raw conversations. We want to have these, these hard conversations, but in a, from a place of love and grace and mercy, understanding that, that God can handle our hard questions. He can handle them. He's not afraid of them and he's ready and willing to respond to them. So I hope it's encouraging. Jason Atul, thank you guys so much for what you do. Again, thank you so much for allowing me just a, a, a few minutes to share here. And, you know, I continue to pray for you guys. I, I'm so encouraged by all of your prayers. Uh, it's so amazing that we can be so far apart and yet be so connected. It, it's just, it's amazing. I love it. I'm so encouraged and inspired by it. So love you guys and God bless you. Thank you so much, Billy. Wow, what powerful words. And I know we're far apart. You're way down there in the big state of Texas. And uh, so thankful that you're helping my brother there in Houston, you and your dear wife and family. What an awesome uh, part of the church you are. You're such a life-giving part of it. And I love your spirit. And I really loved a lot of things you said today. And I just wanted to say a shout-out about your uh, podcast as well. You know, God loves the tough questions. He loves the rawness, as you put it, the honesty. And I really feel that if we're not honest, uh, we're just fooling ourselves because honesty is the first step to transformation. And then we go to transparency, obviously, and vulnerability. But really enjoy your podcast. I listen to them. Really encourage our listeners as well. Uh, they're biblically based, but they're also there's some things you can relate to. And the words you said today about marriage, uh, very, very encouraging. And you know, you said something at the very onset. You said it was because of the lack of discipleship that you were 
really fighting through so many things, uh, bitter and anger and all these emotions that caused you to run away for six years. But one of the key points, I think, uh, that really touched my heart in particular was your wife continued pursuing God. And I I think, wow, what an amazing testimony to Candace that she pursued the Lord regardless of your running away from God. And that contrast, or as you put it, uh, she was such a fighter, uh, that contrast really sounded like it got your attention where instead of returning evil for evil, you just uh, noticed her passion and pursuit of God and her prayer and her life of faith eventually turned you around. And uh, your salvation, your transformation, obviously uh, God was able to bring in uh, a great reversal. Now, you said some things also, uh, you know, there was such a learning curve in your marriage. You know, I think a lot of us that are married can relate to that. Uh, Maybe the listening audience that's not married uh, you can maybe know this, that no marriage is perfect, uh, and preparation and learning the heart of God so that we can give it to our spouse is really key, right? We're not perfect in our relationships, but we're surrounding a perfect God. We're revolving around, uh, the words of truth. And that's really the heart of our uh, podcast here, inner revolution. You know, we're not necessarily looking to be revolutionists, (laughs) Uh, but we are in contrast to the world because we're revolving, we're moving around uh, truths, absolute truths that affect our life. And so we have a ministry, we have a word, and we have a uh, hopeful, true gospel to share. Now, you'd mentioned things like uh, treating your wife like Christ uh, treats or gave his life for the church in, in Ephesians 5. And, you know, marriage, you know, it, is, it demands maturity. So these things that are in us that haven't been surrendered to God, these unresolved conflicts or that bitterness and anger and where we're angry at the world it is just unresolved things in our life that we haven't yet surrendered to God. And so we explode Uh, on people that we love. And instead of cherishing God's treasure, we can destroy it. Uh, So I love just your your amazing uh, honesty today. And I just want to say something uh, again, just to reiterate, being a fighter. um, You know, maybe you're in a situation today, our listening audience, and there are conflicts that are not reconcilable. And, you know, you said in your podcast that um, you know she wasn't trying to change you; she was just have she wanted to really have you get saved and be transformed in the spirit, and um, you know, and then she learned not to fight against you, but to fight for you. So these are some really important points because um, you know when you turn your weaponry against each other you know, we both lose, right? There's a loss. There's a great loss. But when you fight for each other, when you lift up uh, God's heart, you find the 1% that's healthy uh, in the relationship and you invest 100% of your attention there. There's encouragement. There is a fighting for lifting up Christ in the marriage. And that's where restoration happens. 
and uh, knowing you a little bit, uh, not everything was perfect, uh, and it's not perfect now, and none of us could say our relationships are perfect, but it's never going to be exactly perfect, and our expectations, if they're not in Christ, uh, they will be a uh, destructive agent in the relationship <clears throat> because it'll cause pressure uh, and we'll have these unrealistic expectations. But I love this. We fight for each other. And uh, you said another amazing thing. I'm just kind of rehashing your message, uh, Billy. So much appreciated it. Uh, you said that uh, you are leading your family to the cross. You're leading your family to grace and I think the average marriage doesn't know what that means. I, I talk with men often that suffer from leadership in their relationships. And I think before you can lead, you must first be led. And if we have a walk of faith and a walk with God, a devotional life in our, in our Bible, and we're part of a local assembly where we are discipled, we will then be led. And when we're led, we'll be able to understand what it means to lead and to lead our families to the cross and to grace by putting Christ first, putting the values of our faith first. And you said another key statement, that God does not abandon us to our problems. You know, we're in a day and age, like we started the podcast today, in our country there's so much turmoil, and maybe the Christian could be saying, where is God? Well, God is right in the midst of it. God is neck deep in it, if we could say, because he is uh, turning it upside down, just like a gardener would be planting a new plant. He has to disturb the soil. He has to push the shovel in, turn over the soil, chop it down, smooth it out, add new soil, add new nutrients and minerals so that the ground is prepared to be receiving the new seed. Um, Otherwise, it's just, you know, the analogy in the Gospels is we're just adding new wine and old wineskins. And we know what happens. It bursts. So God has to do the full transformation, the full upheaval, and uh, that way we experience his full uh, restoration. You kept using that word, restoration, restoration, restoration. And maybe you're in a situation today where uh, your, your wife maybe has left you or your husband is despondent, or maybe there's just a, a drifting away. Uh, maybe there's a a roommate kind of mentality in your marriage where you guys are existing. And uh, like Billy said, in contrast, we're not just partnerships, right? There's oneness. It's not one person doing one thing, another person doing another. But we're in, we're in total oneness where we're individuals, yes, but we're walking together agreed in Amos 3.3. So, just to give hope today, just to give uh, perspective that God is rooting out something deep in us first. I love what you said uh, about anger and how that, uh, that can really destroy. It can be a cancer in our lives. We can explode or even implode. And we've said this in previous podcasts that oftentimes we're angry uh, because of unresolved issues in our own life or... We see things in other people that we don't like about ourselves. So what do we do? We come to the cross. We come to the Bible. We come to the people of God. And we humble ourselves. And God, uh, he restores, renews, refreshes, and he remakes us into uh, who 
we who he sees us already to be. We're trophies of his grace. So thank you so much. I uh, just want to thank you, Billy, again for being my guest today. And just again, marriage, marriage, it, it is a personal investment. And no matter what stage you're in, maybe you're at the beginning stages, maybe you're in the middle, maybe you're in your twilight years, uh, you get what you put in it. So put in good things, invest the right things, and uh, you know new habits create uh, new rewards. So uh, one thing that we've always said in counseling is always date your wife. Uh, you remember those years when you pursued her. Uh, it is so key to keep pursuing her uh, so that she knows that she's loved, wanted, cared for. And that's, uh, that's something intentional. Uh, creativity is needed, uh, and romance is is birthed from that. You know, so again, these are some beautiful tools, and uh, God will show you as you pray together, as you read together, as you walk together, as you fall together, as you stand together. Uh, there's a way through uh, circumstances, and oftentimes, what brought you together in Christ will keep you together in Christ. So go back to the roots, go back to the foundations, go back to the things that sparked the flame in the first place and and put wood on the fire. Keep dating your wife and keep uh, loving by faith as um, Billy brought up in 1 Peter chapter 3, 7 and 8. Dwell with understanding one with another. Well, again, want to encourage you... Uh, just to uh, pray for Billy and Candace down in Texas, uh, their Anger Christian podcast, very fruitful, very life-giving cast. Um, reach out to us here. We'll connect you to them or find them on Facebook as well. Uh, dear friends, I uh, just want to say God bless you. Find us on Facebook and also Instagram. Looking forward to another cast coming to you real soon. And uh, let's Keep investing in our families. We've done a few podcasts recently on families. Uh, let's, uh, let's do all that we can on our knees and intentionally in our actions to uh, not only protect and provide for our families, but to pastor our families, to uh, lead intentionally our families. And if you don't know what that means, reach out to someone that does. And reach out to us and we can share with you as well. Well, God bless you and talk to you real soon. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome. Mm -hmm.